Hello and welcome back to Raise Your Vibes with Miriam Khan, your host. Today's podcast title is all about meditation. Now, we're all going to have different viewpoints on meditation. What is meditation? What is not meditation? I'm just going to speak upon it from my own experience. I'm not saying my experience is correct, yours is incorrect and vice versa. All of us will have different ways of looking at meditation and what it does for us. But I just thought I would give you my personal view on it. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you have your own opinions, your own viewpoints. Maybe it does something different for you, perhaps. That's fine. Please please feel free to comment. It'd be nice to have a discussion about this. So meditation for me happened, uh, I would say, probably about seven, eight years ago, properly. Uh, Prior to that, I hadn't really realized I had been meditating. I'd never called it meditating. although that's what technically I was doing. So about six years ago, I did my Reiki um, level one certificate and um, I hadn't really been into anything that way. I hadn't been inclined really to look into Reiki or to look into chakras or to look into any sort of meditation style bowls or anything like that. I hadn't been inclined to look at anything like that. Although ironically, in my classroom for many, many years as a teacher, I had always used meditation music or uh, Reiki music in the background or with some of my students, especially that had special educational needs or some of my students that had very, very volatile um, lifestyles and backgrounds, I did actually practice mindfulness and meditation exercises with them. So what do I mean by that? Well sometimes there was a particular child that would come in full of venom full of anger full of frustration as much as you counsel them support them and talk to that student sometimes the most soothing thing to do before you did anything was to just put on some mindfulness music for some of my students i had to experiment it was a case of you know singing dolphins in the background Uh, it might have been uh, chimps It might have been relaxing um, sea music. Don't do that when there's no lubric, (laughs) Um, especially in the class where it's difficult to do that. Some students liked the uh, sort of like symphony and orchestra style music, the classical music. So some of them liked the popular songs that were in an instrumental tone. Some students liked um, just the ambience of different tones and different buzzing some of the singing bowls and we practiced you know quite a lot of tick techniques whether that was getting our breathing right whether it was just learning to inhale and exhale correctly you know learning to be mindful of our tapping vibrations and tapping sounds and learning to just tune in to what was going on around us and to zone out sometimes and for many that's quite a hard thing to do There was also Reiki music that I would play. And for some of them, it was very, very hard to switch off, you know, to learn to be able to trust, to learn to close your eyes, to learn to be able to be at peace. For some students, that was a huge, huge challenge, especially when they're coming from inner city, high school, challenging circumstances, quite a lot of violence and a lot of crime. Over time, as you got to know your clientele and got to know your students, you sussed out which particular music would work for them and which wouldn't. So it's interesting how over that time, 
my uh, sort of understanding of meditation and mindfulness sort of like started to expand a bit more as I you know start to practice Reiki and I start to look into that sort of side of things and I start to look at the chakras and alignment and looking into this whole concept of spirituality my whole concept of meditation and mindfulness expanded you know recently in some of my podcasts you may have heard um the drums you know the sort of like sounds and the different beats that i'm using uh, and again that's one of the steel pan drums i have that i use which also helps with meditation and bringing in your whole body and your mind into alignment for each of us it's going to be different things you know different things work for different people but being able to meditate now is more um, useful than before you know especially with what's happening with the pandemic that seems to be prolonging especially with what's happening with people's lives and the jobs and the stress that we're under the anxiety and we need mindfulness more than ever sometimes it's hearing that peaceful voice i've been told many a times that my voice is very very peaceful very calming and even in a very very difficult predicament and don't get me wrong there are different tones to my voice too depending on the mood obviously i'm in that it can alter but when you're in a meditative state personally for me what i try to do is i try to zone out and i try to take away all my anxieties any insecurities any thoughts any reoccurring patterns because there will be there'll be things that are popping into your head as you're trying to meditate and you're trying to relax a random thing could be like oh don't forget to add milk to the shopping list for example you know don't forget you've got this errand to run don't forget you've got this that sort of subconscious part of us and our controlling part of us tries to sort of dictate to us what we need to be doing and sometimes we forget the fact that we are trying to empty our vessels so we can hear our inner thoughts and these things that pop into our head you know the cloudy judgment the cloudy voices the cloudy thoughts these are all part of us trying to fine tune and just sort of being that state of being you know and sometimes it's very hard to just sit in the silence and be at one and be at peace because you have all these nagging things going on around you depending on your environment depending on who you live with depending on who you where you are who you are um, you know not everybody will understand your meditation for each of us that could be different I've known people meditate after prayer before prayer and that's fine as well that's totally acceptable i've been in different places throughout the world and as, as i've traveled you know my faith and my religion is one but that doesn't mean that i don't respect other traditions and other religions as well for example i've been in some churches that are spiritually very 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 uplifting very uplifting and i've managed to meditate and i've managed to be at peace and be at grounded in that particular place and that particular environment and I've picked up the energy around that particular place as well. But not everybody will be that way inclined, you know. It could be that I'm out in nature and I'm grounding myself. I might be feeling the plants. I might be feeling the trees around me. That could be part of meditation as well. I've seen people do that, especially when they do yoga outside. You know, they're with one, they're with nature. They're grounding themselves and they're getting their chakras in alignment as well. Like I said, everybody's aspect of, uh, you know, meditating is different. Years and years and years ago, I was doing Tai Chi, which I still love to this day. 
and the tai chi was for me also being in harmony with my yin and my yang and my balance and that also allowed me to meditate it also allowed me to be in alignment with myself and my true self and when you're doing something like tai chi again your thoughts are empty you know your mind is clear your mind is um free of all negativity as well as positivity as well you're free of thinking of all the life hassles and all the stresses that come with being a human being meditation now in 2021 quite a lot of us find it hard to to find that particular place of straight you know of um, a meditation area you know that's clear that's just for you that's full of zen you know and some of us really struggle because we're in busy households we don't have our own space as such but it's about you making that space yours you know uh, some of us will try and find a little small space whether it's on the patio whether it's on the rooftop of your building obviously be safe as you're doing that it might be your garden it might be just one small area of your bedroom you know that you use regularly that brings you into alignment like i said all of us will have different aspects of this we'll have different ways of looking at this and it's just a matter of how we do that you know not all of us will be able to have that zoning in and zoning out predicament as other people do so it's a matter of um, being understanding that when we meditate um, for all of us that would be slightly different now some people use different pieces of music like i mentioned before and some people use none and that's fine you have to do what works for you when i meditate it will vary depending on my mood sometimes i will use my steel pans sometimes i might use the tambourine that i have as well or sometimes it'll be just me and spirit or it'll just be me and my clear thoughts for that particular day and i you know reflect in and i reflect out depending on the circumstance and depending on the situation that i'm i'm in i will focus on my breathing that to me is the most important thing that i get myself within alignment i get myself inhaling and exhaling properly you know some of us don't do that sometimes we're functioning every day breathing in breathing out but we're not actually focusing on the actual breaths we take in you know and we're not listening to our body as we exhale out and that is quite beautiful too being thankful and being mindful of the fact that we're blessed to be alive we're blessed to be taking in that breath we're blessed to be exhaling that breath but also listening to the sounds within our body as we're doing that listening to your blood flowing in between your body you know going through all the different stations within your life within your soul and sometimes we just focus on a particular being on a particular light you know it doesn't matter where you are whether you're on a beach whether you're somewhere else we're just focusing in on that moment of reflection that moment of peace and that moment of serenity the breathing techniques really help to calm and to keep us on track about what's important so many of us are so busy with our hectic lifestyles and our hectic calendars and our schedules and all the things that are expected of us we don't really give time for us for me okay as one some people find it helpful to meditate before they go to bed i do this quite a lot actually um 
I tend to do it just before I go to sleep helps me have a good night's sleep as well. But the breathing, like I said, is the main thing that keeps you in harmony, it keeps you calm, it keeps you zoned out. Once I've got that breathing under check, I then try to zoom in on particular things that are maybe concerning me or worrying me or causing anxiety, whatever it is, it could be a small thing, it could be a big issue. And I try to detach and I try to refocus my focus, if that makes sense. So if it's something that's got me riled up, it's something that's got me heated, it's something got me anxious, it's got me worried, whatever, that, you know, we can all relate to that from a human being point of view. But the point is that we try and detach from it. We try to look at it from another angle. And I do it like a chess game, I guess. I look at all the different pieces of the chess game and I look at the pawn, the king, the castle, the, the you know, the, the knight. I look at the bishop. And it's like looking at all those different positions on the chessboard and deciding which one am I going to be? What could be the outcome if I was this and if I was that? And I don't do it in an interrogative way. I do it in a calm, peaceful way. So if I've got a very important decision I need to make, I will use meditation to help me with that and help me look at different angles and help me look at different aspects and help me look at things at a deeper basis. If I've got in an argument with somebody, for example, which is rare, but if there's something that I need to reflect on, if there's particular behavior, particular patterns, if there's a client of mine that I'm working with who is having some issues, sometimes I will take a step back and look at it in a different perspective and a different analysis so that I can see all points of view, not just necessarily mine, which is going to be biased and hindered. So it's helpful to use meditation to do that as well. Sometimes we get so heated up in a discussion or an argument, we don't necessarily see the other person's point of view. And I think meditation does help us to do that. Now, time-wise, meditation for each person can be different. You could do five-minute meditation, 10, 15, 20. I've known people meditate for hours. Um, I've known people go to different temples, different places of uh, peace and serenity, and, you know, watch different monks, different particular people from different religion, different faiths, meditate. And they use it in a different format to us. Sometimes there is no speaking involved. Sometimes it's the fact that you use sign language, sometimes you use none. But it's about the fact that you are within yourself, you're within this stillness, okay? One aspect of this that is for some people is very, very challenging is just to be at one with themselves. They find that extremely difficult. And they find it difficult because they're not at peace with themselves, you know? I think I've said this before in different podcasts that you can be in a room with millions and millions of people but still feel lonely. I've come across that myself in my 20s, you know? And that was because I wasn't happy in my own company. I wasn't fulfilled in my own company. I was extremely lonely. I was used to people around me. And then suddenly I'm on my own. And you become this sort of like very needy, attached person codependent person and it's only when you've worked through your issues later on in life that you realize actually I need to enjoy being around myself first I need to love myself first before I can enjoy the company of others properly and and, and it's enriched and meditation is one of those things that gets you to focus on you 
and who you are and what your whole purpose is, you know, why you're here. There are going to be scenarios in your life where you will use meditation to help you calm down. Some students I know have used this for exams or some people I know have used meditation for like jobs, interviews and things like this, especially when they get very, very stressed. But more so now with the pandemic that seems to be going on, people are using more mindfulness now more than ever because obviously our mental health is being impacted upon greatly. You know, some of us are thriving and some of us are not. Some of us are really, really struggling. And meditation is one of those things that can help people in that particular scenario. And like I said, for each of us, it will be different. So once you've got the breathing in check, once you are okay with yourself and you're looking at your issues, you're reflecting upon your issues, sometimes it's good to then cast those thoughts and cast those moments and feelings to a side once you've established the outlook and once you've established what it is that you're looking at. Once we're clear with that, we then step back and we reflect and we reflect and we reflect. That's the way I look at it. And there are times when you'll just be thankful, you know? I always do little affirmations of, in my mind, I'm thankful for the fact I'm breathing. I'm thankful for the fact I'm alive. I'm thankful for another day, another blessed day. I'm thankful for the close friends that I have in my life that check up on me and love for me and care for me. I'm thankful of the people I come into contact with. You know, I'm thankful for being able to drive or walk or see things in nature, you know, for another day. I'm thankful for the food I eat. It's all about that positive mindset and the affirmations of, you know, the things that we are grateful for. Because as human beings, we're very quick to say negative things. We're very quick to jump on the bandwagon of all the things that we wish we should have had or we want and we don't have. So we're very quick to be negative, but we're not quick to be positive. And that's where the yin and yang needs to be balanced and brought into touch. And like I said, not everybody will have these similar beliefs. I, you know, I take that on board. This is just my particular perspective. It doesn't have to be the right way. There's other ways as well of doing this. But that's what I do. I go through all the different affirmations. And sometimes I will say different prayers as well. And again, this goes down to different people's religious beliefs. But if I know a particular friend of mine or someone that I've been counseling or whatever the scenario is, is having a particular really tough time and really difficult time, I will send lots of positivity and lots of love and lots of prayers to that particular person. It doesn't matter if they're on the same religious tree as me or spiritual path as me, but the point is that I'm putting them into my prayers. And I wish, I wish them peace and I wish them blessings and I wish them harmony. And whatever the particular scenario is, whatever it is, you know, that they're going through, I will pray for some resolution for them and some peace for them. So that's the other thing that I do as well whilst I'm meditating. Again, everybody will do that differently. Towards the end of that meditation, I feel myself at peace and at calm. And I will come out of that meditation. If I'm falling asleep at night, different ball game. I'm in a, I'm in a land of nod, as I call it, you know, and I'm fast asleep. If I've meditated through the day, Obviously, depending on where I am, I will open up my eyes. And at, at times, you find yourself that you've gone into a very, very deep state. You know, you'll find it hard to open up your eyes because you're in a place of peace and you're in a place of serenity. 
and then you're back into the wild world again, you know, where it's sometimes it's chaotic. So each of us will have a different way of meditating. You know, there's no right way, there's no wrong way. The more the more I practice meditation as well, the more I see different aspects to it too. Like I said, you know, sometimes you're connecting with others that might struggle to find peace, might struggle to find harmony. Um, sometimes people will appreciate you sharing different tips and sometimes they won't because all of us are different. We come at this life, you know, from different aspects, from religion to spirituality, from meditation. All of us will have different ways of doing things. My way isn't necessarily the right way. I'm just giving you my viewpoint on it. So if you're able to do meditation, try and practice it. Look into all the different types of meditation that's out there. There's no right way, there's no wrong way. It's all about what works for you as an individual. You know, I've known people um, do the om and the chanting. I've known people sit in nature, cross-legged. I've known people do all sorts of different types of meditation and I respect each one. But at the end of the day, you have to find the meditation that works for you as an individual. There's no right or wrong way when it comes to you as a person. You just have to find the one that gives you peace, that gives you joy, that helps your soul relax, that helps you look at things from a different perspective and that helps you embrace each day anew. And that's the best way of looking at it, you know? Give us your thoughts. How do you meditate? What do you do? What do you personally find successful? How do you ensure that you meditate to your fullest? What other tips would you advise for me? Maybe have some suggestions. Let us know. Like I said, each person's journey for meditation is going to be different from the others. But I look forward to hearing your different views. And hopefully, you know, you also practice meditation if you feel you need to, especially in these difficult times. Okay, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully hear from you soon with your views and your points of meditation advice. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Miriam Carnet Rage Vibes. Bye for now. <laughs>